and this is Reformed Raza. My name is Martin Velasquez, and to my side we got... This is uh, Victor right here. And... Justin Corona. Yeah, so we're, we're, we don't have any uh, studies behind it, but we have read the Word of God. Uh, we, we have studied it, and we have learned from it, and we've come to a certain understanding of what the Bible actually says, and as we grow, join us as we take this ride. This is our first episode, but I mean, maybe if you're listening to this, like, way down the line, you can hear the growth. Yeah. Grow as we grow, like, as, like, from this first episode, depending on, you know, if you're, like, 10 episodes in, you're going to hear a difference, because, like Mark said, we're going to continue to read, continue to grow, and at the same time, you'll be able to hear it, this is, like, a recording of that. But at the same time, we will challenge those that listen to grow with grow us. With us. This is for the Rasta. These Latinos son. The church body is. And we seek to glorify God through the edification of La Raza. We are your hosts, Martin B. Firme and Corona. And what up, this is everybody, this is Brother Big. Together we are Reformed Raza. Welcome back, welcome back. Oh yes. Oh yes, we are back in the mix. This is Reformed Raza. Back in the flesh, but we still deny it. And this is the your favorite podcast. <laughs> Wait, should we say back in the spirit? Back in the spirit, not back in the flesh. Back in the oh flesh, but we still deny it. Hey, that's a bar. That's a bar right there, dude. <laughs> so welcome back. It's been a while since we've been up in the mix, but as we let you know, at the end of season two, we're gonna take a short break. But you know what? We back, and that's all that matters. So go ahead and hit us up. Hit us up. ReformRasa.com. You can find us on any podcast streaming platform, on Apple, on Spotify, on Anchor, and all that fun stuff. Search us on Instagram and on Facebook, ReformRasa. Uh, and we're here. We're back. We're back in the mix, man. So it's been it's been a little while, but you know what? I'm, I, yeah, I feel good to be back. What y'all, what y'all think? Man, you guys sound crisp right now. <laughs> what does that mean? I- Rice Krispies or what? <laughs> I got lost in your voice right now because it was so clear. Hey, Dang, that's those new mics it's because right huh? these new mics we got now <laughs> for season three. So we've been on a little break. We've been, you know, just being caught up in our own personal lives. So what's been going down with you guys since since Man, we took our break? This These two months that we've been away um, from the end of season two has been actually really been really uh restful very relaxing very yeah back. uh from from just having um being able doing the 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 podcast once a week and then on top of that just everything that that we had um adding on to our plates um taking a break it was much needed for for all of us and i and i think i could say i could speak for all of us to say that man um during this time i just felt more relaxed more restful um and i'm also now like coming back for season three it, i feel glad um because i'm coming back with another uh a, a better mindset mind state uh, another mindset of just coming back and just be like oh man like i'm ready to get back into this this groove again oh we got doing episodes to say. we got yeah. something to say yeah bro. um but yeah i just feel good man yeah i gotta say that if you can take a sabbatical Take some time of rest because you will need it when you're involved in ministry. I mean, we got this podcast going on, but I mean, there's so much going on that you just need some time to to relax. Not that it it was a it was a it was a good thing that we took a break in a way it was, but we're glad to be back. Uh, me, just uh, uh, really working working hard at my job. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're still part of this eldership candidacy, so we got those books to read, papers to write. But uh, it's, it's it's all good, you know what I mean. Uh, uh, God's God's truly been with us, and uh, yeah, we good, we good. No, I think this this time was a time of growth personally because at, towards the end of season two, it was kind of becoming like you know, especially in our wives, they're like kind of like almost fed up. Like you guys gonna record again and this and that. And yeah. So they yeah. get stuck with the changles, you know what I mean? The little monkeys that we got running around. For real, my wife was telling me that the other day. I'm like, man. <laughs> kidding y'all kidding 
<laughs> and so, yeah, man. So just to give our wives a little break, to give ourselves a little break and just, you know, dedicate time with family. I, I feel this past you know, two months been a uh, real growth in my family, you know, doing family worship and just dedicating more time with the kids. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've been working a lot and just, you know, it's been crazy. So, but hey, overall, this time has been pretty good. You know what I mean? So yep. I'm 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 gonna ask you, Justin. Any any, any major news? Anything major different hmm. than that? That I think I said it in the last episode, right? No. Julie being pregnant. What? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> I could have sworn I said it in the season finale. I don't remember. <laughs> so so wait, wait a minute. Our our audience wants to know. It's it's a, is it a boy or a girl? <laughs> I'm not saying yet. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yet, we congratulations do know, either way. We do know. Yeah, either way, I'm glad that it's not an animal, that it's a human. <laughs> well, fetus. Well, I, I sure hope it's not an human animal. Baby. What the? <laughs> either way, it's going to be an animal. When you when it comes out, man, you see the total depravity in children. That thing's going to go wild. You know what I mean? So Calvinist jokes. <laughs> hey, but you know what? Uh, what? What's that saying? There's a saying. Uh, Till the till the hubcaps till the come hub cups come off, yeah. Right, so like even with this podcast, but you know what? No car runs twenty four seven. Yeah. Right. Even the car has to sit and take a break. Yeah. So so take this opportunity to be encouraged, even just by this moment, to find rest in your rhythms at home, at work, ministry. It's needed. Right. Yeah, man. So. Uh, a lot of things been going down in the world since we've been gone and you know just a lot of things that you know uh, we've seen and we've even experienced you know what i mean that we just want to touch on today um in the world today you know there's a lot of division just amongst everybody just like everybody's going at it it's on social media it's on the news it's it's in the church everybody's just going at it with each other and the thing is like um what we're going to talk about here today man like just the t- as the title says that in unity we love, right? We love people who agree with us. We love people who are on the same page as us. But once those disagreement comes, it's like we want to cancel each other out. So the mm-hmm. title of this episode, season one, season three, season one, one chirping, season three, episode <laughs> one, uh, united we love, divided we cancel. And before we get right into this episode, we want to announce the giveaway that we're, it's going on right now. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, man. As, if y'all heard last episode, I said, we're going to start a giveaway. It's going to make you guys want to share things, make, make you guys get involved. Because first off, we are very appreciative of all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. We're appreciative for everybody who's tuning in. And I think, Justin, you, you're the one that said... That even in our break, people are still tuning in. The numbers have been going up in, yeah, our, it was crazy. in our hearings. Like a couple of weeks ago, we had like a random spike of listeners just listening to a bunch of various episodes. And I was like, dang, like we haven't been really posting anything during this this break. But man, I, I, it's it's a blessing to, 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 to see that. I'm encouraged by it. So y'all are the real MVPs. Yeah. For real. And we want to hook you guys up. And I know some people have been hitting us up, like, where can I get my reformed glass on merch? Where can I, I want a hat, I want a shirt. What's going on with that? Well, we got a giveaway going on, uh, uh, going on to an Instagram account. And, and man, get, follow us, you're missing out. But here, I'm gonna announce the details of, of this giveaway. Uh, here are the rules one is you must be our followers on Instagram and on Facebook. Follow Christ though. Follow Christ though, but well, you don't have to be a follower on both, but you have to be a follower at least on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah, I was just saying that because yeah. it's on Facebook too. But yeah, uh, tag someone in the comments. Each tag is an entry. So if you go on onto the post, tag tag a friend that maybe doesn't even know the podcast. Uh, tag tag them on there, and there is no limit. Y'all been going wild on them. Oh, man, you're giving me homework. (laughs) So there's no limit. So tag somebody on the comments, and that gives you an entry for an extra entry. Share the post to your story, and don't forget to tag us in that story. So that we can see it. So that we can see it. So, but the winners are, uh, the winner, I should say, is going to win a Reformed Raza shirt, Reformed Raza snapback, and something to dig into theology, an ESV Reformation Study Bible, the condensed edition. And it's all free, folks. So just uh, tag us, share the story, <laughs> and get involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, you got your Reformed Raza merch, and there's nothing more Reformed than an ESV Reformation Study Bible, right? Mm. The condensed version. So nothing like showing off your, your Feedman Reformed Raza shirt and your snapback 
like a study Bible, you know what I mean? So you're going to be busting out that bad boy in, in the church service. You're going to be like, what? It's going to make turn heads turn. I'm like, dang, not only are you looking fresh, but you got to feed me Bible, man. So, so <laughs> get you don't say that in the church. No. <laughs> so it's like, a feed me Bible. Feed me. Feed me. And for those of you who don't know what feed me means, it means literally it just means firm. But we use it as a slang as awesome, cool, you know, things like wow, that. that's so firm. Feed me. That's firm. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the giveaway is going on right now and it will end uh, by May 31st because May 31st, we're going to drop the second episode and winner will be announced. Yep. So tag us. So yeah. get it in, get it in, get it in. Dope. And so as we continue with our topic here today, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Dang. <laughs> Don't forget the word rudely because you were. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. This is the way. <laughs> it's accountability is what it is, you know what I mean? Because I completely forgot to announce it, so you really interrupted me in a good way. So I guess that's what it is. But today, you know, uh, man, uh, all these things that's been going down, we want to speak into it and we just want to, you know, give our perspective on all these things, all this division that's dividing the church. And that's something that we've experienced in our own Christian life. Uh, just how much division, how much disagreements cause division. And the thing is, it's not even like we're not even divided over hard doctrinal things. It's the littlest things that make people want to be divided and cancel each other out. You know, we call each other out on social media like this dude's a, a heretic, but he because he doesn't, you know, because he's not a Republican or whatever. You know, what I mean, it's like you want to be so quick to cancel your own raza your own body that belongs to the to 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 the body of christ that belongs to the lord and you forget you forget what what jesus said he said the pharisees or the the tax collectors they love their own and what what difference is that if they they love their own well i'm just paraphrasing right but we have to love those who are not as the same as us that's what Jesus' whole point was that the tax collectors, even they love each other and it's all good. But you must love those who are not like you. And that's the whole thing that we for, that we've forgotten in the Christian church. That for every little disagreement that we have, we want to cancel each other out. That's what the world does. The world cancels each other out because they don't agree with each other. We're not the world. We belong to the Lord. And since we belong to the since we all belong those who profess faith in Christ belong to the Lord why would we cancel each other out because of disagreements yes man even even yeah so I guess at the beginning of 2020 I, I that's when you see the rise of just people being canceled um and I guess even before that too I probably even during I guess the, the beginning of Trump's uh uh, presidential run when he was running in 2016 and then even just forward how it just started bringing to light just a lot of um, people's views and how hard people actually go for these things um, but yeah today like if you identify Republican um, people will write you off because you're, you're not uh, sympathizing or at least um, affirming that, that there is a real struggle with um, blacks and and Latinos and and all of us that are not considered white, and even just more than that, if you don't identify as a Republican and you identify as a Democrat, you know, people are gonna write you off because now what's it called? Uh, now you're against abortion, or I mean, you're you're not against abortion. You're you're for the killing of of babies and all that, mm-hmm. and it's just like you can't find any middle ground because people are trying to force you to to go one way or another and saying well you're not a real christian if you don't vote democrat or if if you do vote democrat then you're not you know you're not any type of biblical sound because a sound theologian would vote republican and therefore you know and and it's just it goes either way and so I'm, i'm i'm glad that we didn't end up doing an episode like that in season two um as far as you know through the whole election and things like that i'm glad because Really, we're, we're, we're right here in the middle um, when we look at some of these issues. And, and we have various topics that we're going to be going through as far as where Christians today divide themselves over. Um, but even just like right now with this first one between Democrat and Republican, um, I'll be honest, like I, 
I don't even go for any party. And, and, and even in the beginning, when I first started voting, I went third party because I, I didn't know which one to go to because I agree with some things on the left. I agree with some things on the right. And this was like years ago before I really got into theology or just anything in general. But even now, I'm sort of glad that I'm not in any way, even though you can, you know, get out of those 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 uh, groups. But nonetheless, like, I'm glad because, man, I don't like to be identified with, with a type of group, especially now in this climate, because I feel like there's so much hate that goes, up, goes along with it. I feel just like if... Um COVID just changed everything. Of course, there was some uh, some disagree some disagreements uh, previously before COVID, but I think uh, COVID just uh, spiked everything up, and uh, people would just be trolling on on social media and, and you know just uh, judging you by by who you vote for and, and you know Democrat Republican. And I'm the same way as you, Justin. Like I won't go for for either side. I, I really won't. Um, but I will be led by my convictions when I vote. I will be led by. Um, by by not the per, not the person who, who's who's representing like oh who are you going for Trump or Biden if you're Trump you're a Trump supporter you're 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 a racist if you go for Trump and then if you go for Biden like you're a liberal you're this and that and all these labels going on but when it comes to that topic yeah it's just for me it's just better just to to go with my convictions when it comes to voting mm-hmm. or anything like that. So you guys are not like like Ruslan, uh, politically agnostic. Or you guys are like Ruslan? Like that? I don't. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what those label labels. But <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I, uh, yeah. He, politically agnostic means that you don't know which side. You know, that's what agnostic means. Like you don't know, right? But, but I would say I, I do know. I don't belong to either side. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm not politically agnostic. Um, I'm politically. I don't know. I don't know what the term would be. But I, I want to have a balanced view. It's the whole thing. Yeah. We as believers need to have a balanced view. Yeah. And look, the, the, the ultimate sin for either side, for a Republican, for a Democrat, is to admit in the areas that each have it right. There's a newsflash for all you Republicans. Democrats have some things right. They have good points. Mm-hmm. And there's a newsflash for you Democrats that Republicans have a point too. So how do we as believers have a middle ground and when it comes to the political scene of being either Republican or Democrat. Now, the main thing is that um, Republicans want to go at it with Democrats because they're liberals, because they affirm uh, abortion and, you know, just LGBT, LGBT things like that. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats were like, well, you're too conservative and you got to let people be themselves. And and, you know, my body, my choice, all those, all those kind of things. Now, we need to be able to admit when our opposing opponent has has a point has a good point and if we were just to do that then a lot of things would change because to to say that you know what democrats have it right you know republicans will go crazy like what do you mean a christian can't be a democrat they're from abortion but then trump didn't abolish abortion he didn't really do anything to stop it yeah he defunded some of them but ultimately, he didn't legalize it. He didn't illegalize it. He, he does not have the power to do that. So why are we going so hard against our brothers and sisters who vote Democrat? If, you, if, if your own representative, you know, Republicans, didn't even stop abortion. Like, why are you going to go so hard and start this argument and just condemn a Christian who votes Democrat over something that's probably not even happening. Any Christian is not going to f- affirm the, the slaughtering of children in the womb. It's just not going to happen. So if a Christian votes for Biden, that doesn't mean automatically that they're agreeing with abortion. All this, all these things are, we're, whether it's a Democrat, whether it's Joe Biden or Trump or whoever it is, they're all just, they're, they're all just uh, uh, giving you what you want to hear. Biden he'll affirm all these things because he wants to get the democratic vote doesn't necessarily mean any any anything or either side trump whatever it is we're all just feeding into into their little hands and they're just telling us what we want to hear and we're all going at it because of this and it shouldn't be that way so one way that we could uh start to mend these relationships is to admit where either side has it right and, you know, one of the other bigger things is this whole, you know, quote unquote, social justice thing. 
you call each other social justice warriors and things like that. But we forget that uh, as Christians, we are to do justice. We are to stand up for for oppressed. And, you know, the, the, the main thing that got everybody tripping on the Republican side is that these voices like Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens, they do more damage to the body of Christ than Republicans do because it's a loveless, just like, it's a loveless interaction. You treat, you treat Democrats like if they're not real believers or they're not real people. It's almost what the what what the what white people did to, to black people in slavery. They diminished their humanity so that they legitimize the, the slavery and the and the brutality of them. Because if you don't see people as people, as people created in the image of God, you're not gonna respect them. So in that you you feel affirmed to treat this person the way you do because you forgot that they're made in the image of God. And so we need to be very careful in, 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 in who we listen to and what points are being brought to the table. Because statistics aren't always telling the truth. If you say you, you give a, 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 you heard a statistic, 50% or 85% of Americans vote or believe this. And I'm always, I'm always asking myself, I didn't take that survey. <laughs> like how, how are you gonna include me? I never took any. And then you read the small print uh, survey taken with a thousand people on the campus of yeah, exactly. such and such college. Or and, and that's the thing we take that statistic and then we be like, well, look at it, look, look. That's what the stats say, and and we were quick to to, to point to statistics, but we forget that these statistics are not an overall. Uh, uh, it's not a poll taken by every single American in the United States. So even those statistics are flawed. And so we're going at it because of things that we see on TV when it shouldn't even be like that. Yeah, have, having a balanced view uh, really takes you out of, um, I, I don't know, pressure maybe, but but it, it just really helps you to, to, to vote with a clear conscience. Because, uh, yeah, you know, the, the big thing is um, between the pres- presidency but honestly, there is so much more you you do end up voting for within your local government, within your local city, um, as far as um, just things that you could see like take place right away um, within your own city. Um, so like even even with that, like that has nothing to do with like Democrat, Republican, when you are voting on, on all those different issues um, within your own area. So like even just going in with a balanced view, I'm able to to vote with a clear conscience. Uh, not for because, either side. Yeah, because I'm not voting because I have to because they're within my party. I'm voting because you know what this is this is the best fit I see uh, for the presidency. And even then, like I'm not gonna beat myself up if I voted for Biden if I voted for Trump because at the end of the day they're not Christian. Like exactly. I'm voting for a non-Christian. Yep. Like like <laughs> I I have yet to see a true believer be a president. Um, but other than that, you know what? I'm, I'm just voting for another guy that's that's going to be leading this country that's not even a Christian country. And see, and, and, and that's that's one of the main things that we got to twist it, that we automatically affiliate Christianity with republicanism. Yeah. And that is not the truth. I, that is a lie. Yeah. One of the things that I really, I, I'd, I'd say I hated was uh, people going for Trump and uh, affirming his character and calling him a Christian and kind of, kind of bring politics they overlook, his together. Overlook, his flaws, overlook his flaws overlook his flaws overlook his sins mm-hmm. and uh I, I gotta say now, now, now that we're talking about this like it's time to take off the Trump hats like, <laughs> like don't be don't be sorry just cause you Martin, lost Martin take like, it off no. <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, nah for real like a lot of people got sorry like oh this is the man of God and prophecy about him like nah bro just <laughs> That's a bro. man. That's another thing. We're, hey, we're all these Sorry, prophets, this, man. That that said, you know, Trump is gonna be running all these things. Like, man, where y'all at? False prophets, like, hey, Mark, Marcus or Marcus Rogers. You guys heard of that? Dude? <laughs> that dude, man. Condemn that fool. No, I'm like, sorry, I had to bring that up because it's like, man, yeah, it's just don't bring in you know the politics and church. And if you're Christian, vote for this person. If you're not, you're not a Christian. That man, just God is sovereign. You know. No, but that's a serious issue. I'm glad you brought that point up because if you heard anybody make a prophecy about Donald Trump and that thing did not come to pass, biblically, this fool is a a false prophet. 
Like that's just on the real And you need to stop listening to that person Who made this false prophecy If you made this the, the, this this prophecy You know over social media and public He needs to repent publicly If he hasn't done so Stop listening to that person Because he isn't rebelling against God And he is a false prophet Especially all those other preachers that Went on to say that 2020 was a year of vision You know there's going to be <laughs> prosperous And then I know I heard that so much went down and <laughs> where, where, where you at now? Yeah where you at? So you know, closing out just the, this segment right here with Republicans and Democrats, uh, don't go at it because of who people vote for, who identify it. There's believers on both sides. There are Christian Democrats yeah. and there are Christian Republicans. And this takes place once every yep. four years. Like, like this is like once every four years is when really people start to get, you know, serious about voting and the presidency and all that. It's like, bro, like you're going to divide yourself over something that you guys vote for. Yeah. Like every four years. Like, sorry, y'all talk a lot until you get your stimulus check. I know, right, right? Wait, 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 I'm done. Dang, I'm done. bro. I'm done. Everybody got uh, Trump, <laughs> that, that Trump stimulus and the Biden stimulus. Like, ain't no one tripping, right? Ain't yeah. nobody tripping with that, huh? Ain't no one nope. denying those checks, right? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, there's no Republican, I bet you, that'd be like, you know what? This came from, from Joe Biden. I can't accept it. I'm going to burn it, it up. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay, hey, just had to mention hey, that. On the, hey, on, on the real, hey, Biden hooked me up more than Donald Trump. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. It came a lot faster too. It came a lot quicker too. <laughs> I'm just saying, you hey, know. Hey, you mean? know what? Even just this little segment, this little first 10, 15 minutes right here, people are already gonna cancel us. And you know what? Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, hit that envelope button. Don't even trip. I love you guys. Send those emails. At least yeah. we know you listen. <laughs> <laughs> send your hate mail to reformrasa.com. You can send us everything right there. And but on the real, love each other, man. Because that's something that's this is how the world will know that we are followers of Christ by the way that we love each other. So, you know, what are some other disagreements, you know? Our masks and without a mask. Dang, bro. The Karens are going to come out for this one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or the Yolandas. Or the Yolandas. <laughs> what does that mean? That <laughs> the, the Mexican Karens are, are Yolanda? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Orale, <laughs> Yolanda. Hey, hey, my apologies for anybody... That is Yolanda. Yolanda. Hey, is, isn't the, the, the lady who killed yeah. Selena? Yeah. Her name is uh-huh. Yolanda? Dang, bro. That's some heavy stuff. She was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck no, dude. I'll be watching that Netflix. Whatever. <laughs> hey, uh, but yeah, so mask or no mask? See, this is something also that we cannot do is elevate something that is not biblical to being a biblical standard. It is not a biblical standard to, or not a non-biblical issue to either wear a mask or not wear a mask. People say, you know, oh, you're in fear because you wear a mask. Or other people say, oh, because you don't wear a mask, you're, you're endangering my life. Both are two extremes. You know what I mean? And with this, we need to have a balanced view also. I have my opinions about the mask issue, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to walk into Walmart without a mask on if that's what's required to walk into Walmart. Mm-hmm. At first, yeah, I was like, man, these masks suck, man. I'm not going to wear one. <laughs> they you suck. Know? They suck, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to wear one. But then, you know, you, you grow in your understanding. Like, you know, it's not that big of a deal to either have a mask on or not. You know, yeah, I prefer to not have a mask on. And praise God that, you know, right here in, in California, the mask mandate is going to be lifted in June. Praise God for Woo-hoo. that. Take that, dispensationalist. <laughs> <laughs> Mark of the Beast is mark gone of the beast now. Is gone now. <laughs> <laughs> the Mark of the Beast, yeah, and then uh, the 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 chip is is a vaccine. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So like, you, you gotta you gotta look at look at it like this. Throughout history, there's been many events that have caused people to be like, "This is the end of the world. This is it." People were tripping out in World War One, World War Two, and all these things that were going down, and yet we're still here. You know what I mean? Like, you need to grow in your understanding of what the mark of the beast is, right? Because it's not, it's not a vaccine. It's, it's not a mask. And we're so quick to be like, oh, yes, 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 this is it. This is it. People were saying that with the RFID chip mm-hmm. that people, were, people were, were getting planted with. it. That's the mark of the beast. Now it's the vaccine. Now it's a mask. It's like, okay, so which one is it? So yeah. to elevate something... To a biblical standard that's not explicit in scripture causes you to do harm to your brother and sister and to look down on somebody that that is a professing believer. 
yeah, I, I was gonna say like, despite what you what you think or whatever, COVID's an actual thing. I mean, there's people who died from it, even from from the vaccines and all that. I mean, COVID COVID is real, and so you can't really tell someone like, oh, you're in fear, you don't have enough faith, that's why you're not wearing a mask and wear a mask. I mean, wear a mask when needed. I mean, but you're not. I mean, people shouldn't be divided over wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. I mean, if if if, if uh, a mask is required for me to go to work, I'm gonna wear a mask because I gotta pay my bills. I mean, and if people don't feel comfortable with um. Uh, with, with with if people are not comfortable with me not wearing a mask, I'm gonna wear a mask just so I can be loving to that brother. Like, okay, I'm gonna wear a mask because this brother is uncomfortable. I mean, but but yeah, I mean, this is everybody's got a twisted right here. You, you just gotta have a balanced view of everything. It, it's that same framework that we can that we can apply across the board with the food sacrifice but, to idols, Ro- right? Romans 14, right there. Yeah. Or so 13, if, for example, my mother's side of the family, they are more. I guess more recently they're more lenient as far as mask wearing, but most times when we do gather with everybody, they they would you know require masks even in the house at my grandmother's house and we're all right next to each other. Nonetheless, I was like, you know what, like it's not a big deal. Um, if it's gonna cause them to be like, you know what, like we we can't gather because of this and that, like I could care less. Like if I'm gonna be wearing it for two, three hours, four hours, like it's fine, you know. And 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 when I'm around other brothers and sisters that are, you know what they don't they could care less about the mask I'll take my mask off, it's not a big issue for me to, to start dividing between other people and be like you know what I'm a I'm gonna be a rebel I'm not gonna wear a mask in the store and all that and just like so I guess you choose your battles right so for something like this it's you know it it's okay <laughs> if so I always take also back to to this. This, this mindset too of unless it goes against the word of God mm-hmm. I'm okay yeah alright yeah. I'm gonna abide you know whatever law or any uh, requirements needed to go into stores or any amusement park anything like that I'm gonna abide by those things unless they start to go against the word of God and the commands of God then you know what I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm okay to abide by it it's not a big thing for me yeah, it's not a sin to wear a mask. Yeah, it's not. Wasn't that today's uh, Belgic uh, confession? Yeah, yeah. The uh, that we, you know, justice magistrates. Yeah, our our pastor said it like this. He said, "We will obey man's law until it overrides God's law." Something yeah. to that effect. Yeah, but he re- I like how he repeated it three times to get into our heads. Like, hey, you agree with this, and and, and it's true. I mean. Because if we're gonna we're gonna start rebelling against the law or or, or you know the man, man's law and everything that makes us rebels, but at the same time, unless, unless it contradicts God's word, okay, yeah, that's when it's time. But at the end of the day, you you got God brought the government and it, it's God right there, and so you, we have we have to we have to obey the laws. Take that, ref tunes. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one. No, yeah, I mean, even even with Reftoons, if you saw Reftoons posted a couple of weeks ago with that, you know, people were being blinded by certain things. Um, that's just taking it too far. Yeah, because he explained it and said that his idea between, behind the picture was that, you know what, he represents fear as those that wear masks. Like, bro, I'm not afraid. I'm just trying to love my brother or sister who wants to wear a mask. Also, that's how it is. also, I'm trying to get groceries at the store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to pay my bills. Yeah, you know what I mean? Try- yeah. So. <laughs> Until June 15th, I'm gonna be wearing my mask as required, and and then after exactly, that, exactly, dude. Like, people are so going out of you know being anti-maskers or like going so hard for for. A, oh yeah, like, and then know? they had a rally, right? Yeah, dude. It's In like HB. Yeah. So you know the the Lord doesn't call us to to. To have a revolution about issues like that, <laughs> it doesn't. You know what I mean? We can't be on our Kirk Franklin and be like, "Do you want a revolution?" Woo, woo. Not, <laughs> not right. Oh, actually, remind me of a uh, uh, Thor, Th- the third part. Hey man, I'm in a revolution. Want to join? <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the the rock guy. Yeah, the yeah. rock. Hey man, want to join us? <laughs> nah. Um, if it is possible, live at live at peace with all men, and that's what we are called to do. You know what I mean? It's not a sin to wear a mask. We're not called to start a revolution. You know what I mean? 
and just love your brother or sister who doesn't who wants to wear a mask or who doesn't you know just the, the question here is do, do you love your brother or your sister more than these things are you so gung-ho for either side that it overrides your love for your brother or your sister remember this person is a professing believer he has given his life to the lord and the lord has done his a work in this person's heart this person assuming that he's a true believer is going to be with you in heaven you're going to beef it out with him over disagreements it's crazy because in the church we are more harsher with other brothers and sisters in the church over these things than we are with non-believers yep we would rather fight tooth and nail with somebody that we disagree with whether it's political party masks and other various topics right uh we're a little bit harsher and we're quick to cancel them uh, and most times cancel today in today's terms will be like deleting them off facebook and instagram because uh, yeah hey, that and, it's real bro hey it, when you it, get unfollowed or unfriended you're like man this person got beef with me or what eh? yeah and, and <laughs> it gets real but, it's real. but at the end of the day it's just like bro like even in person like i see this person and like they're fine so it's like I don't know. People take things too serious. Yeah. So so when we when we are with one another, I guess I mean it's not like the nineties, all right, where people beef it out and they actually do something about it in person. But today, like we can't cancel each other. Oh I you know what? No, we shouldn't. I, we shouldn't, all right? We can and and I believe there's a time for those things. But over something petty like these things, uh I don't know. No, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, and I got to say a special shout out to all of the pastors who uh, have endured during this time. <laughs> My hat's off to you. If I had a hat, I'd take it off. Um, <laughs> but no, on the real, uh, anybody listening to this, you got to be more more loving and more patient with your pastors, with your leaders, because they were not prepared for a, for a COVID time. They, um, that wasn't in the, the part of the training. Yeah. Um, they're, 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 they're the same way. They're, they're trying to figure out uh, what to do, and they're being yeah, led man. by God. So, I mean, if your church requires a mask, just, all right, just do it. If, it, if they don't require a mask, all right, cool, whatever. But be more patient. Be more loving with your pastors. I mean, uh, they, uh, they're trying to figure it out, too. So just be patient with them. That's on the real, man. So pastors out there who endured during this time, Y'all the real MVPs on the stadium. For real. So let's get into a little bit more of a doctrinal thing. You know what I mean? Because this this thing has been going on. People have been canceling each other out for, for a while. Even before COVID and before this political thing came up. Uh, the church has been divided over doctrinal issues for the longest time. You know, Paul, he had to call out Peter. You know what I mean? Uh, Barnabas also. They, he had beef with Paul and they had a split. You know what I mean? And even Paul writes in 1 Corinthians. Oh, you say you're a Paul, you're Apollos, but who's Paul? Who's Apollos? You know, one waters and one plants, and it's God that gives the growth. So people have been beefing it out over doctrinal issues for the longest time. You know, that's how we got, you know, the Council of Nicaea, and we got all these Mm -hmm. confessions because people have been arguing over doctrinal things, and rightly so. You know, when when there's time to stand up for the truth and and point out where people are making serious uh, biblical errors, you know, as far as even denying the deity of Christ, denying the Trinity, denying hard truths that scripture, you know, that are explicit in scripture. Uh, but when it comes to secondary issues, that's when we still have problems. And this whole thing leads leads us to, to cancel each other out in the church. You know, one of the main battles being Calvinism versus Armenianism, right? We, we look at our Armenian brothers and be like, nah, you guys are wrong because... You guys emphasize free will and, you know, we mark them off as heretics. But we forget that whatever uh, side that they land on, whether it's Calvinism or Armenianism, uh, they're still brothers in the Lord. Like they are. You know what I mean? If people, you know, want to emphasize a, a free will, I think it's wrong. I think they're an error. But does that mean that they're they're not saved? Does that mean that they're not prof- real professing believers? Am I going to stand up in the middle of the service and be like, you're wrong! <laughs> With the Bible in your hand holding it yeah. up? Yeah. Like a King James only? Yeah, that's on the real. Like, 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 great glory. I disagree with them. But I wouldn't mark him, mark him off as a heretic. I wouldn't. You just lost some followers. I don't care. <laughs> you know I, mean? I, I wouldn't mark him off as a heretic. 
because Greg Laurie, under, he understands the gospel. He wants to see people saved, although, you know, he does his whole harvesting. I don't think there's, there might be people saved from that thing. I'm not saying it's impossible, but overall, he's, he, he's a believer. I'm not going to mark him off as a heretic. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Yeah, when, I guess, so when, when we start talking about like secondary and third and, and, you know, these other tiers of various doctrines, I mean, once you get to the essential, anything that disagrees with the essential, that's when it's heretical, right? Um, and, so and what, what are some essentials? So, uh, mainly. So mainly the, the essentials pertain to Christ, which is the gospel. Um, so with his life, his crucifixion, his death, his resurrection, and his ascension. Uh, anything that goes against these things about Christ, which is pertaining to the gospel, right? Because this is this is the means of salvation. If if somebody is against these things, against the means of salvation, and 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 what the message about our salvation is, if they get it wrong, yeah, okay, I could write them off, and you know they're heretical. Maybe I could bring correction to this person or not. If they're not understanding, maybe I can cancel this person out. Um, so I guess when it pertains to the essentials. Yeah, there's not much room to disagree. You either agree with it, but if you disagree with it, yeah. But but when we start getting to secondary, right? So when we start talking about like doctrine of election, um, sovereignty, and, and other things like that, though we see them as true, those of us that affirm these these doctrines within the word, um, nonetheless, it, it's not a gospel thing, and and it's hard because we love these things, right? We love these doctrines. We affirm them and we see them so clearly right here in scriptures. But another brother or sister that doesn't see these things or, or says they see them but disagree with them, we can't write them off as not being a Christian. Uh, though we divide on these other things, as difficult as it may be because we, you know, we love these things, right? Because they help us to see more beauty in Christ and, and his attributes and, and all these other things. At the end of the day, just because they disagree doesn't mean they don't have salvation. Uh, so for us to, to cancel each other out, and you know what, that's where that the whole uh, was it the, the cage stage comes in. Yeah. Because a cage stage Calvinist would would be quick to start writing off people, start claiming people heretic and things like that because of these things. And at the same time, right, one of the reasons why we got kicked out of our previous church is because. They disagreed with communism, you know, and, and there's people in evangelical circles that, that are quick to write off Calvinists at the same time, too, uh, because they agree they follow more with the Armenian doctrine of, you know, working for the salvation and things like that. I chose I chose to be saved. I made that choice. It's not necessarily God. working for salvation, but more of uh, emphasizing man's free will. You have to choose. Well, the work is underlying because you're saying that I made this profession. I'm the one that did this. Yeah. 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 If you want to hear more about the Calvinists, you know, refer, refer you to the, our last season when we made a whole, whole series about the doctrines of grace. Um, but yeah, there's, there's such a, there's such a quick divide. And I got to say that the cage stage Calvinists are not helping our side because people look to that and be like, Oh, you're going to be, you're like that. You're like the cage stager. You're like the, the, uh, this person that's emphasizing this doctrine. And if you're not, you don't believe this, you're not saved. And there's just a whole bunch of division. The one thing that I like about reformed theology, um, that book really helped out introducing reformed theology by Michael Horton. Uh, one of the things that he says in chapter one, covenant theology or covenant theology, my bad. Um, yeah, he says that reformed theology is covenant theology. But one thing that he was saying was that on, on, on this, on this view, you can take both Calvinist side, Arminian side, and you can take the good, the good from both of them. Like for instance, when we're talking about free will and all that, uh, he says that there's a mystery on this. Like yes, God is sovereign and He does choose, but at the same time, there's there's a responsibility on our side to um, to respond in faith. And uh, one of the things that he says is that that's the beauty of Reformed theology. Sometimes there's just mysteries that we cannot come to a conclusion to. We don't know how that works. I mean, we, we can maybe maybe think logically, oh, this, but but there's just some things mystery mystery his, to us. His weights are so much higher than ours that we won't be able to fathom these things. Probably not even until 
we're we're in our glorified bodies and even then it'll take eternity to be able to yeah. grasp so why are we dividing over these things if there's a mystery there too you know what i mean um but mainly the main things that we will hold to and saying these are the essentials right here and if you disagree with this then yeah there's some work to be done namely the virgin birth virgin birth of christ um that's a big deal uh, because if you deny the virgin birth you're essentially denying his deity and that's one of the next ones is the deity of christ and once you deny the deity of christ you're going to deny the trinity and once you deny the trinity you're going to deny the gospel because the gospel is a trinitarian work mainly the death burial and resurrection of christ and if you deny that jesus is coming back then you know like what is your hope in yeah, so these, the, these are the main things the virgin birth deity of christ the trinity death burial resurrection of christ and his return that was one of the things that paul emphasized in chapter 15 of first corinthians right the resurrection of christ yeah well in the beginning in chapter 15 he goes on the layout this is what we believe this is what i proclaim to you guys um which was about jesus right his life death uh resurrection uh but he said but if we didn't if if christ didn't really rise then our faith is in vain yeah uh, but he made that emphasis on the resurrection because that's really where all of christianity stems from because he did exactly what he said he would do um by his resurrection it it presents the accomplished work on the cross um it and also raises more just so much more about the deity of christ um and and his work of redemption that took place and was fulfilled you know the covenant was fulfilled all these things were fulfilled in christ and his resurrection sealed that deal right there that he is who he said he was yeah. and that because he resurrected we too will have resurrection of life yeah so if you deny these things then yeah we were probably gonna say you know this person's probably not a real believer you know what i mean but what does Paul tells us to 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 treat even even the person who you know has been called out for their sin is treat them as an unbeliever, right? But how how do you treat an unbeliever? You love them. And oh, you share dang. with them the gospel, oh, the no, essential. We, we, we <laughs> <laughs> the boogie man. <laughs> no, not not a, a Lion King. Where's the who? Do that again. Mufasa, 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 Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like love, love, love. You know? that, that's that's a thing that we forget to have grace, or we just don't have grace. And the grace of God scares people. It really does. And that's something I had to learn too. You know what I mean? I was so quick to to be like, man, this for this person doesn't affirm, you know, sovereignty. Then you know, off with his head. You know, off <laughs> <laughs> oh, with their head. Yeah, I, I busted one of those. You know what I mean? But it's like you get to know people, mm. and and you know that hey, this person is a believer. You know what I mean? Like some of the most humble dudes that I know are probably Pentecostals. You know what I mean? Like that's just that's just on the real. You know what I mean? Um, and we we can learn from that. You know? Actually, yeah, I feel like more people in the reform circles do need to learn from that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because there's that disconnect, especially you know we have the evangelical Pentecostal who do great at serving the community, going out and evangelizing, though. We may not agree 100% of what some of the things they share and say. Nonetheless, they're out there. They're out there. They're doing mercy and justice within the city. All these other things, right? Uh, but then we have people in the Calvinistic reform circles who, you know, make that more emphasis on theology and doctrine, which is awesome, right? Because these are the things that we love. And it brings us to a, a proper doxology of praising our God for who he actually is. But they they lack, right? So both sides lack. One lacks in 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 doing justice and, and going out to the city and being a part of the community as a church body, and the other one just lacks in doctrinal issues. Um, but when but having that balanced view of being able to marry the two together, right? Yeah. But we're not only good in our doctrine and theology, but we're also great with working the city and the community. And that's one of the things I love about our church too at rcla is that you know we're we're that middle ground both it's and and you know we're not ashamed to say you know what <laughs> we uh we raise our hands and we clap during worship songs or you know we go out to the city and and we still have this theology this this doctrine in our back pocket that we don't deny uh and so you know when it comes to this to this type of issue between armenian calvinists as long as they don't deny the gospel it's okay 
Uh, we don't have to fight uh, with one another. Now, now, granted, though I and we here find ourselves on the reform circle, and and though we disagree with with the Armenians, and you know we think, you know, our own thoughts, right? We we already shared on other episodes. Uh, nonetheless, it we have we too have to remain humble when we're with other brothers and sisters that don't agree with Calvinistic doctrine and things like that, um, because nonetheless they don't deny Christ. Yeah, I, I agree with what, what you say on the on the marrying marrying the two. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, don't be afraid of theology. No, it's not of the devil. No, uh, uh, you know, uh, we, we the things that you hear about theology. No, it's not true. I do believe that a Christian should have a good theology uh, in, in their in their heads, but not being puffed up. But um, uh, also, don't forget to practice. If you're uh, you're in th- you know your theology, don't forget to practice that because. A uh, doctrine without practice is no doctrine at all. Um, so you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta practice these things. And uh, I mean, I agree with what Martin said too. Uh, I have some Armenian Armenian brothers. Uh, they probably don't identify as Armenian. Will probably say, "Oh, I'm not an Armenian," but you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I still love you. Uh, I'll, I'll still get together with them. We'll still talk. We'll still pray. And uh, don't divide each other just because one side is this way and the other side is that way. We are in Christ. We are our body and we should not be divided. That's what the world does. And we should not be like the world. And so, yeah. Yeah. I'll ride with any uh, true professing believer, whether it doesn't matter where they come from, if they're strong in the gospel. I'll ride with my Pentecostal brothers if they're strong in the gospel. No, I'll ride with the Methodist brother who is strong in the gospel. You know what I mean? Like, if we're united in Christ, then we're united in Christ. You're like, yeah, of course, we're going to have doctrinal differences. But if you're firm on the gospel, I'm going to ride with you. Yeah, even if you're a Baptist. <laughs> hey, hey, even, it's... even, shout out to the Baptist brothers. Orale. Okay, just, 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 just to speak on, on that a little bit. Historically, the Reformed faith has been covered into on Pedro Baptist. So even if you call yourself a Reformed Baptist, we love you. But that's not that's not a historical title, all right. Even you know that's why we you know we hold to the Belgic Confession, right? And it says we 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 uh, uh, we what does it say? Uh, like we we deny the era of the Anabaptist. You're gonna hear that a lot, you know. What I mean? <laughs> but you know what? We're, you're still a brother in the Lord. You know what I mean? Shout out to Reform Latinos group <laughs> on Facebook. On Facebook, that's an inside joke. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, because even with that, right, with Presbyterian and Baptist, people, you know, go back and forth all the time on Facebook and all that. And I haven't seen anyone cancel each other. Maybe they have. Uh, but even then, man, we if anyone would know this, right, then then we should be able to practice even more that, you know, we, we know that we don't divide on the main things. And, and though we have fun with memes and things like that like at the end of the day we're still brothers in Christ like one of the greatest examples of that was Arsis Pro and John MacArthur look I yep. I disagree with John MacArthur a lot I don't think people should be listening to that dude but back in the day he was very edifying but the, one of the great examples was Arsis Pro and John MacArthur when they did their their uh, debate on baptism it wasn't that good of a debate but just the fact that they were when no no but, but what I'm saying that's what I'm saying that's no, what yeah. I'm going to um, the way they carried each other. Yeah. So, you know, R.C. Sproul and John MacArthur had a really good re- relationship. Like, they loved each other, you know? And R.C. Sproul said, like, when it comes in terms of the gospel, I'm with John MacArthur. You know what I mean? And, you know, I have my differences with Johnny Mac. You know what I mean? But, you know, he's a believer. I wouldn't listen to him anymore, but he's a true believer. You know what I mean? He's on a very thin line with me. You know what I mean? But he, if the Lord has done a work in his heart and he's, you know, his... Ministry over 50 years has, has proven so, then you know we shouldn't cancel each other out. R.C. Sproul and John MacArthur had their differences, but ultimately they were brothers in the Lord. They were able to show the unity that both had, you know, Presbyterian and a Baptist, you know. So I think we need to demonstrate that more in the church, you know what I mean? And, and be able to have discussions and disagreements and still be able to walk out of the room hugging each other and be like, love you, bro, or love you, sis. Mm-hmm. And, 
walk out on the same terms and be like, hey, you know what? Let's go eat some tacos. You know what I mean? Like after hey. this or eat, have this debate over some tacos, everything would be so much better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tacos cure the world, the world. You know what I mean? So. Dang. <laughs> so then, so then with all this, this can't, so, so, I mean, these aren't the, the main, main topics, right? That we brought up as far as where people divide themselves, especially believers. There's so many more. There's so many more, A but, lot more. but how, or I guess, so, so we're talking more about like being balanced, right? But is there a time to actually cancel someone because of disagreement? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you know what? It, it's nice to say, you know what? I'm balanced. I'm, I, I agree with not, not that I agree with everyone. Sorry. Uh, but but you know I'm able to shake hands with with with, with everyone even though we disagree. Uh, but is there actually a time that we are to cancel someone? Yeah, when they're uh, saying heretical things, when person is unrepentant, is is unrepentant and refuses to come to the truth, then we'll be like this person is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul and Peter both canceled false teachers and called them out by name, and they said, "Don't be listening to this fool." Because he, they come in with, with doctrines of demons, you know. Shailin also canceled people too. He had a whole he, song. He made a whole song. He made a list and he said, "Check it twice and cancel them." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's on the teachers. real. That's on the real. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, there is a time when they're going against the gospel itself, or they're getting, they're going against who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are to be canceled in that sense. Yeah, I gotta also say that. The intentions of people's heart Because sometimes people just want to argue just to argue yeah. Like they'll study uh, 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 One side Just for the sake of being right Yeah. I mean that's when people You gotta, you gotta, you gotta cut those people out Because uh, first off I ain't got time for, for you And uh, yeah just Sometimes people just want to Be right Like, like uh, Joker said Sometimes people just want to see the word world burn You know they just want. It's true They just want to see uh they just want to be right. It's, it's pride. It's all arrogance. And so yeah, and and also too, if if such a person, you know, Christian or not, if if their views or their framework um, allows harm to me and my family, yeah, they're gonna be canceled at the same time. Or Real or quick. if it or if it really disrupts the way that I am leading my family, if it goes against that, I would have to for the sake of my family. Yep. Um, and then also too, you know, even with, um, and, and, and you know, like how you were mentioning, right? So like their intentions too. If if somebody isn't willing to 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 learn or at least listen, um, that that there is a red flag for me too because their aim is always to be right in, in the conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so and that goes across the board, and that's just with anybody, even if somebody that I agree with is is. You know whether we side on the same thing. If, if that person still isn't willing to listen and they're quick to cancel other people, I'm at to distance myself from that person because they're not willing to at least listen to other people. They're they're quick to you know um, uh, start pointing out false things and 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 have and have forgotten how to humble themselves um, to be a brother and just love uh, regardless of disagreements. Yeah, you're not gonna agree with everybody 100. percent yeah, and then even just with our next question, right? So how does labeling other people bring harm? Um, and so I guess this goes into the judging area, right? So we know people that we disagree with. Um, and sometimes we funnel that disagreement into a view of how we now view this person as a whole. Yeah. Um, like, oh, that fool's a liberal. Oh, yeah. That fool's this and this and that. You're quick to label someone and be like cancel them out just because of their views and then they start bringing up assumptions or we often bring up assumptions mm-hmm. too because they because we know they agree with this or, or disagree with that we now have a view of what you know we we think we we know about what they think about or what their intentions are because of certain things um but it does bring harm i mean us being on the other side of it too right because we were viewed as calvinistic in our understanding, we were viewed as people that affirm that that God is a ro- or created us as robots and things like that. You know, we're cold, we're frozen, chosen, things like that. Uh, we we uh, bang the Bible, but we don't go out and do work. You know, things like that. And it's just like, dude, like that's not even what I believe. You, I mean, talked about it with me. Yeah, it's on the real. Um, so I guess at the same time too, right? So, so 
are we quick to start labeling other people? And if we are, we should take a sit, uh, a, a seat and, and just really think about our own intentions too. If what it, what it is that I agree so much so on, am I starting to idolize it? Uh, yeah, and I guess that goes back into what we were talking about earlier, right? Take a seat, young Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's on the real. That's, that's definitely on the real. Uh, we need to be careful not to label each other pe- things that we're, that we're really not. Like me, I don't care about labels, but don't label me something I'm not. I'm a reformed Chicano Calvinistic Presbyterian. You know what I mean? That's who I am. Don't lab- don't label me no no something that I'm not. You know, I know what I am, and I'm not gonna be quick to label someone something that they're not. It's just it is what it is. Yeah, I hate it too when it comes to labels where it's like either you post or you say something about you know standing up for for. Uh, for the weak, standing up for the poor, it's like, oh, you're a social justice warrior. I'm like, yeah. bro, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the Bible calls us to do certain things to stand up for certain people. Doesn't mean I'm a social justice, I, I'm using my, my quotation fingers right now, <laughs> social justice warrior or whatever. It's just like, dude, I'm like, for me personally, it's like, I'm just trying to be biblical and live it out. Yeah. Like, okay, label me Presbyterian, I don't really care because I am. Label me a, a Calvinist. I don't really care because I am reformed, whatever. It's just, just like you were saying, Martin. But, but then when it comes to to those other names, you're a social justice warrior, and you're this and you're that, and you believe in this way because of this and that. I'm like, bro, just relax. If you want to have a conversation, let's talk. But don't be quick to judge me, and I won't be so quick to judge you as well. If you want to talk, let's talk. Because honestly, I'm at the point where it's like I'm done arguing. I'm, yeah. I'm just done arguing with people. I don't have time to write long paragraphs on Facebook and this and that. I don't know how people <laughs> yeah. do that sometimes. Just like, man, I don't have time for that anymore. Yeah. I mean, if you want to learn, you'll learn. You know I mean? If you don't think, though, you know, something that we're missing a lot in the Reformed Church is loving those who disagree with us. And that's something that we need to work on. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, well, yeah. So if we look at it in view of a family, right? Um, or at least a healthy family Because I know some families That they don't talk to each other Because of disagreement um, But in, in view of a healthy family Not everyone agrees with each other Over certain things But yet they still live in the same household And yet they still love one another They still do things together Because they're family uh, Same thing If we say we are united in Christ um, And that's not just You know th- This Presbyterian church here on the corner That's the only body of Christ No All who affirm the gospel of christ they are in the body as well um and so therefore if we believe in the universal church in that sense right i'm not talking about uh, universalism i'm talking about the the one church body we are all family so therefore yeah we have disagreements but we should love each other and you know even with the title of this episode right because this is something that we have seen more a lot of within these past two years Within you know the even Christian more body. the past couple months, dude. Yeah, even even more emphasized. Yeah, in these past these past months. Um, but yeah, and and I feel like this is a good episode for us to start our season off. Um, it and yeah, so so even just starting it off with this, right? We're gonna disagree, and that's okay, as long as we hold to the gospel, then we'll be all right. Um, we can still love each other and you know what even if we're divided we can still love so yeah so with that so what happens when um we do cancel each other out over little things um and we're quick to push each other to the side in the church you get church hurt you get people who suffer Mm -hmm. uh church hurt you suffer at the hands of the church but you're going to have to stay tuned till next week to talk about that. Dang. Whoa. <laughs> to be continued. To be continued. Season three, episode two. We're going to talk about church hurt. It's what crazy. happens? What happens when you do cancel each other out? You hurt the body of Christ. Yeah, that's, that's the other side that people don't really want to talk about, but that we've all experienced. Yeah. And, wh- and why? It's all because of disagreements. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're quick to, you know, label each other or... Or, you know, there's so many aspects to church hurt. It's, it's not just that, but there's so many yeah. aspects. But something that does result over these disagreements is church hurt. Yeah. And that's something that's damaging the body of Christ. So we're going to talk about that in two weeks. 
Yeah, yeah. You have to tune in. <laughs> so just as a reminder, this podcast, Reform Rasa, is going to be bi-weekly, um, starting with season three, moving forward. It helps us with our scheduling, so we're not having to jam-pack our schedule every week and then trying to get together and record. So yeah, we will be continuing bi-weekly. Um, and then, as a reminder, the contest, right? So you heard Victor's lovely voice sharing with you guys how to be entered into this giveaway. Um, you could tag a friend, somebody preferably that isn't already following us on our Instagram posts. Um, you have to be a follower of us. You have to share it. Those are ways, right? But right here is a secret, all right? For, for those of you who actually tuned in and listened to us till the end of this episode, we will give you uh, an extra five entries if you leave us a voicemail but in that voicemail you have to share with us how you have been encouraged by this podcast all right so you gotta say your name what city you're from because we we love to hear the various cities that that the believers are in and then how you are edified by our podcast yeah so if you turned in to the very end only you know this secret <laughs> so feel special that's right <laughs> and don't forget man you're gonna look real fly with your snapback and with your t-shirt on walking in uh in the next couple of sundays with uh with that esv you know condensed study bible being like man this this dude be looking fly <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so go ahead and hit us up and share like comment all that fun stuff don't forget to hit us up reformrasa.com we're on instagram we're on facebook don't forget to leave a five-star review and a comment on apple podcast it would help us out just to get out there a little bit more mm-hmm. and i hope you were edified by this episode also if you're interested in podcasting there's just anchor no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> our little commercial <laughs> that's, fu- that's funny uh no not yet but <laughs> but this is Reform Raza. We do this to glorify God through the edification of the saints. Grow as we grow. Al rato vato. This is for the Raza. 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 Raza.